I'm April Morrison, doctor of physical therapy, accidental entrepreneur, and lifelong learner. You're tuned in to the Idaho Physio Podcast, where we talk about things, health, wellness, and high performance in all areas of life. The big goal here is to talk to high achievers and those that surround themselves with the top performers in their fields to get some insights, tips, and inspiration that we can all use in our daily lives. The title may say Idaho, but the content reaches far beyond our borders and is relevant for everyone, regardless of where you find yourself. As always, the content you are about to hear does not replace the medical advice of your doctor, so please seek professional opinions should you need them. Now kick back, relax, and enjoy the episode. We are glad you're here. All right. Thank you for joining me today. It's the Idaho Physio, and I have Amanda Johnson with me today. Thanks for joining us, Amanda. Um, Amanda is a certified functional nutritional therapy practitioner, which I'm excited to hear a little bit more about. Um, She also is the owner and founder of Outdoor Foodie and Wellness, Um, And she has studied uh, holistic nutrition, is a recent transplant here to Boise, Idaho. So we're so happy to have you here in Idaho. And uh, we're hopefully going to get a lot of good information from you. So welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so let's get started. Let's have you just tell us a little bit more about you um, and what you do. Yeah, so I am a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. I help my clients dig deep into the root cause of imbalances that they're having in their body. Um, And so imbalances that could be possible are not consuming enough fatty acids, having an imbalance of too many omega-6s versus omega-3s, leading to inflammation, skin issues. Um, So you know, restoring that balance of omega um, fatty acids. Mm-hmm. Um, the NTA is based on a foundation of health, which usually it's about, it's in six categories. Um, and I'll list those off. Okay. Uh, properly, <laughs> properly prepared nutrient-dense diet, hydration, digestion, blood sugar regulation, minerals, and fatty acid balance. So I, again, I work with my clients to find that balance and get to the cause of whatever is going on in their bodies. A lot of times there'll be hormone issues, um, skin issues pretty often, um, energy. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Uh, when we first met, um, I found it super interesting that uh, you're not the typical nutritionist or dietitian that you walk up and say, okay, my goal is to lose weight. Uh, what do I do? Or, um, my doctor said I need more fiber in my diet. What do I do? You can answer those questions, but you like to get more to the root cause of why you need more fiber or what else is surrounding your desire to lose weight. Right. I mean, that's kind of how I understood it. Absolutely. Um, and I am weight loss is a challenging one, I think, because there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. Um, there, uh, there are a few things that go along with that of why body not losing weight. There is often a dysfunction error that's happening, and that could be 
something is out of balance, or it could even be that maybe your body is saying, I like this weight as well. And so that, that one's really hard. Um, yeah, finding a way to get more of those nutrients in your body, or are you consuming them, but you're maybe not digesting them or in a simulating, or what else are you missing in your body to digest those fibers and, and actually be beneficial to your diet? Um, and so instead of just giving an answer, you know, and just here, take this here, do that. It's getting, you know, really into in depth of your history, what do you eat, what's going on in your life? Um, what do you, you know, what, what is your body missing even? So sure. it's, it's fun. Awesome. What, what got you to get into this and be interested in, in looking into this? Is there one thing? Um, it was actually a handful of things. Um, years ago, I had went through my own health challenges. I was diagnosed with um, a bacterial overgrowth, and I found myself so overwhelmed with what to eat. My body, like some days, would be I eat everything, and then the next day I couldn't really get, I couldn't eat anything without having serious troubles, and I was I was very overwhelmed, and I was path, but she didn't have the time to spend with me one-on-one and really focusing on just my nutrition. So I actually ended up seeing a gal who um, is what I, I am now. And so I saw her for over a year and the experience with her was life-changing. Um, I enjoyed it. She educated me a lot on the stuff I was missing. It didn't feel like I was just going in and you know, telling them, you know, not feeling good and just being handed supplements or whatever it is and not knowing, you know, the whole reason of how did this happen and what can I be doing to actually fix it? And she, we'd spend this detailed hour together where she was really coaching me, you know, not just like a nutritionist, she was a health coach. She was spending a lot of time helping and at the time, I was working on a career that I had been doing for 14, 13 years as an admin assistant. And I just got to the point where I was just not very fulfilled. It was a great job, but I wasn't getting up and feeling fulfilled like this is my life's purpose. Sure. And so I kind of did some soul searching there. And I was like, you know, I think I have more of a calling that I need to nurture. So I ended up registering to with the NTA and going through this um, course. Awesome. That's awesome. And it's great that you have that personal experience. So you can kind of draw on what you went through. So you can, even though everyone's journey is a little different, you can still draw upon it and empathize with a lot of people's frustrations or, you know, how many doctors they may have had to see before they found out that there is someone like you out there that might be able to help them rather than throwing supplements at them if, if that's not the answer. So... Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with this, with being given the supplements, but I think a lot of times we're given them and not fully understanding the entire purpose of them. It's here, here's this, but why do I need it? You know, and, um, spend with someone who's sitting and listening to everything that you're kind of going through, I think is so helpful when you're going through a wellness healing journey is to be able to share it with the whole story with someone and then also be educated because that information is very valuable because I think when you can know it, 
it lasts longer that versus if you just, you, you give it and they're taking it, but it's like, well, I don't really know why I'm taking this, but right. I'm doing it. Told me to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I always say that knowledge is power. And the more, you know, you know, then you feel like you can have a little bit of control over your life and your health. And my gosh, uh, if that's the little that you get, sometimes that's all you really need. So that's great. That's awesome. Um, so what yeah. would a typical session with you look like? Um, do you, like you, you talked about talking with your other, your own personal therapist, uh, it was about an hour. Is that typically what you, you do or? Yeah. So it, the working with my clients, each session is a little different depending on, you know, where we where we are in our progress. But typically, yeah, it'll be about an hour, hour and a half, depending on, uh, you know, is it just our initial consult? Because when I first start working with a client, the first call will be an hour, about an hour and a half, because we have a lot of information to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then follow-ups are usually about an hour long. Um, and that that's how I've been structuring it. And I think even when I saw the gal I did, and that was pretty similar as well as the first one was very long. and then. Um, a little bit shorter follow-ups. And so are you typically doing phone calls or do you do in person? Are you doing telehealth? What's, what's going on there? So um, what I've been doing recently, of course, has only been remote. Um, my intentions, and that's because we haven't been able to do in-person meetings. Um, and I've only been in Boise since December. So my intention is once we're, you know, back to functioning here. Um, I would love to be working, seeing clients, um, more in person. Awesome. Um, I think that there's a lot of benefit in that part, which you can definitely do it online and do remote, but I love being able to physically be closer to the clients. I think that, um, there's that energy that is very helpful in connecting to both parties. For sure. Absolutely. Um, so, during these sessions and, 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 or when you tell somebody that you, this is what you do for work, what are the either top three to five things that you're asked or that you wish people knew about what you do? Ah, so that's first thing almost everyone says, if I tell them what I'm doing is that they need to lose weight and it kind of, that one kills me a little bit. Cause I, I feel like we think we seem to have this idea that our health is associated with weight. And so that I get that a lot. And so I feel like that's something that I wish people knew is that's not always the case. Okay. And, and so that's a, that's a big one. I get almost 95% of the time when I tell people that, um, and again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. It's just that I feel like in society, we've gotten this idea that we need to always be striving to lose weight or look different than what we do. Right. And so I work with my clients a lot on trying to find that freedom of getting past that. Um, and then the other things that come up quite a bit, um, is people asking me what they should be eating. Um, what diets should they be following? And, um, again, we kind of go back to what we're reading or seeing on social media is there's all these, and they're, they're kind of labeled as fad diets. Um, but they're beautiful diets. 
like referring to keto or paleo, they're wonderful therapeutic diets that can be so beneficial to people, but they're kind of marketed as a one size fits all. Like everyone should be, everyone should be doing this and it's not accurate. So people ask me that a lot. And my answer is always, it depends because it does, because all of our bodies are so unique um, that you can't really give a full answer to anyone on that until you start realizing what it is that your body needs. Um, but I do, I do see that one quite often because a lot of people can eat mostly a paleo diet, but have some grains or, um, some people are fine with dairy and some people aren't. So you can't, you, you can't do that one. Um, I also wish people, I think people know we should drink more water, but it's still a very common, um, thread I see with the clients that I work with is that no one's still drinking enough water. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very common. And um, so if you don't know, we should be drinking half of our body weight in ounces plus one and a half times the amount of diuretics we get. So I see a lot of times clients are drinking around 16 ounces a day and that's it. Oh. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. And then only drink and then drinking two cups of coffee. And so more or less you're at a very dehydrated level. Um, so I, I see that often. Um, I also think sleep is constantly talked about it being prioritized, but I think a lot of us are still sleep deprived that it's not being put up as much of as a priority as it should be. Um, and I think those are the top things that I can think of. And are all of those things that you cover during your sessions, you ask all the questions about hydration. So it's not just food they're taking in, but if they've tried those different diets before or, um, you know, what they've noticed with those. Yeah. So if we talk about the diets, um, cause in our initial interview, we'll go over all that, how much water you're drinking, what you're eating. Um, and a part of initial interview with someone is we do a new nutritional assessment questionnaire. So that goes over a very broad range of, um, questions and then a food and mood journal where the client will document four days. I like four or five days if possible of everything they're eating and drinking. And so, and yeah, we'll definitely go over, how, you know, what they've been eating, how you feel eating it, and then kind of assess those things food by food. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so all of that goes up, we go over throughout the, well, not even just the initial interview, we'll continue to go through that throughout the entire time we're working together. Okay. And then how do you figure out, I know there's, there's probably, I'm asking a simplistic question um, to a probably more complex answer, but how do you figure out if somebody is not tolerating something? Do you do like an elimination type diet, that sort of thing where they try to bring things in and out? Yeah. So you can do it that way. And part of the questionnaire, um, like I've mentioned, there's like 300 questions that will be detailed. Yeah, it's very detailed. And some of those will have certain signs and symptoms that your body is not digesting foods or reacting. So it could be an immune response, like if your immune system is, you know, responding at much higher, or maybe your digestion is off. So that's talking about like, are you, your bowel movements not happening? Are they loose? 
So we go, you know, it's pretty personal. So we go into all that. And if it does look like there is a immune response or digestion issue, we will, we will remove some foods, do some gut healing, um, repair, restore, and then slowly start to add foods back in. Okay. Um, yeah. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a longer process too, because then you add things in and take things out and try to figure out what is going to serve your body the best. And like you said, everyone is different. So. Yeah, it is a long process. And I know a lot of people get really um, overwhelmed at first when you think about taking out foods, because a lot of times those foods are pretty important there to, to someone, you know, if you're thinking of the high trigger foods of dairy or gluten, nightshades, or, you know, those things, those are quite big in most people's life. And so when you, when you talk about taking them out, it can feel really traumatic, especially if you're saying, let's take them out for X amount of time. And usually that's 30, 60 days. It's very overwhelming. Um, but that is what's nice when you're working with someone like myself is that you can have support and understanding through it. Um, and I like to send, you know, inspiration of new foods to cook or, um, menus, different recipes that will be supportive in that. Cause that part is very hard, especially if you've been eating, you know, a wheat based foods for a long time and then thinking about changing over to, you know, the gluten-free options. It's, challenging, although they've gotten better. <laughs> so that is an advantage. Um, but I do think that it can be very, very, very overwhelming thinking about, oh my gosh, I can't have this. Right. It feels restricting and, and then, you know, all that negativity that kind of surrounds that feeling. Um, speaking of um, recipes and stuff, I am in love with all of the posts that you've got on Instagram. I see all the drinks and the water and stuff, and you've inspired me to try a few. So I'm excited to, um, to try a couple of those. Do you have a favorite lately that you're just kind of sucked into and you just can't get enough of? Oh gosh. Yes. And I'm glad I've inspired you with that because a lot of them have been really good, but my favorite, um, has been any with the, with mint in it. Okay. Uh, I'd made one a couple weeks ago. I think it was mint and basil. And then I put coconut water in it and it was so good. It was one week where it was, I think in the nineties and it was just absolutely delicious, but I find mint um, so well, actually mint and basil combined in your water is so good. Cause I mean, plain water is good, but get kind of boring after so long. It's like, I'm, you need something a little bit more exciting. Sure. And especially if you're trying to get people to drink half of their body weight in water, you, sometimes it does get boring and then you get sick of just putting the lemon in there. Um, so if you can spice it up a little bit with, you know, some, delicious herbs and coconut water, then you're at least on the right track to making it feel like you're splurging a little bit. Exactly. Cool. All right. Um, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you are dying to share with people that, um, you want the world to know that, you know, this is what you do and this is what, you know, people can be or see. I don't know if there is anything. I know that 
One thing I'd like to do once we get open um, here in Boise, I'd love to be working with clients. If you feel overwhelmed with going to the grocery store, how are you navigating the grocery store? I'd like to be doing some one-on-one consults through that or even the farmer's market if that feels overwhelming to you trying to transition into enjoying spending time there or what to buy. Um, uh, any other questions that I haven't asked? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, yeah. The one thing that blows my mind, speaking about going to the grocery store, I've done that with um, clients in the past myself, is that people don't know how to read a nutrition label. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know where I learned it. I learned it a long time ago. I don't know if it was my parents or or where I learned it. But there are people that just don't know how to read a nutrition label. And gosh, once they can uncrack that code, it can be so liberating and make such a difference in people's lives. Um, yeah, and you know, it's crazy you mentioned that because I actually had shared a guide yesterday on my Instagram on some easy ways to start trying to cut out processed foods in our diet and re- learning to read the nutrition label was one I put on there because I think it is so common. And cause you'll, if you're shopping through the grocery store and you're just walking through and you see something labeled healthy or, you know, you know, you're just looking at the label. It looks pretty and you just pop it in your cart. And I even myself kind of doing that recently. Uh, it's probably been a couple months ago. I went to Costco and I picked up a bag of dehydrated or dried blueberries and I got home and I happened to look in the bag or actually it was my husband. He finally ate one. He's like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. I didn't even happen to look that they had a ton of added sugar in them. Wow. And it's very easy when you see something the way it's marketed, you know, it looks pretty, it looks clean, you know, blue, dried blueberries, dried organic blueberries. Just grab them, not think about that. So it's it's very easy to get kind of sucked into that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's crazy that a lot of people don't know, but it's it's okay. There's we'll help them. Right. <laughs> I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one that gets sucked into that marketing stuff, and that you've you've been <laughs> sucked into even the professionals. <laughs> I will, I will admit, yes, I did. And I, it definitely was kind of like a check, like, oh, and I dehydrate a lot of my own food. And I think I just was like, oh, that looks good. And yeah, it's, it's very easy because you're just kind of going through and you grab stuff. So yes, if anyone does it, it's, I've been there too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. And then, um, are you, have you been reading anything good lately? Any articles or um, books that you think are awesome that people need to know about? Any fun things? Oh, I am always reading something. Um, I have kind of through this been trying to read some lighter stuff. Um, I read a lot of Brene Brown's books. Yeah. Uh, she's my favorite. She's kind of awesome. Yeah, I've been reading Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. Um, and so if anyone hasn't, you know, read that, it's so good. Um, and then also I finished Gifts of Imperfection, and I think I reread through that every now and then as well. Yeah. I've also been reading, I think it's Pixie Light Horse. It's a shadow book, Gold Mining Your Shadows. 
um, which has been very interesting to learning a lot about healing and your ego, your shadows, and um, it's very good stuff. Um, that one's not quite as easy reading. Um, it's pretty in-depth stuff learning about who you are. Oh, and I also have, I'm always kind of dipped into a bunch, but I'm also <laughs> reading a, a book about astrology. Um, I think it's, you were born for this. Oh. Tanny Nichols. You were, yeah. My husband had to show it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to have a helper there. That's awesome. <laughs> but those are the ones I've been reading. Um, I dip into some studies. Uh, today I was reading a little bit about cholesterol and so, I mean, I'm always reading different, different stuff but those have been my favorite books to read kind of through this pandemic kind of keep things a little light although learning about braving the wilderness and vulnerability is kind of light but kind of not good well, stuff. Yeah. Renee Brown always throws in some fun stories too that we have to giggle once in a while with her stuff um, and even just, you know, oh, fiction stuff yeah. to be reading right now, just kind of get lost in a little bit of the, you know, away from the, the work stuff to kind of get into the other stuff. But when you love what you do, it's hard not to read about it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, how can people get in touch with you to find out more about you or uh, book an appointment or do what they need to do? How do we reach you? Yeah, so there's a couple of options. Um, I have a website. It's amandainjohnson.com. I'm also on Instagram. That's amandainjohnson underscore NTP. Um, and Facebook as well. And that's just Amanda Johnson. Um, that one's probably a little harder to find people, but um, definitely my email, which, or excuse me, my website, which will link all of those. Um, is that you can request a to schedule with me through that, um, or even through in your private message. Okay, and then is the outdoor foodie and wellness is that um, something else that you can link to? Oh yes, I'm so sorry. Um, that's how you can find me on Facebook is the outdoor foodie and wellness. Okay. Apologies. Yes, that's okay. That you can find me that way. Cool. Awesome. I love the name too, by the way, that that's, and it fits you just looking at the posts and stuff that you do of all your hikes and, oh man, you've seen some beautiful parts of Idaho so far. It looks like. We have, we've been very lucky to be able to do quite a bit of wandering. Thank you. Good, good. Well, we are happy that you're here in Idaho with us and I look forward to hearing more about how you progress and all the fun things that are coming up for you. I know you're going to be a success here and you're going to bring a lot of um, healing to a lot of people and, and we need it. So thank you for, for doing that and thanks for being here and chatting with us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Nicole. Thanks for joining us on the Idaho Physio. We hope you gain some insights, inspiration, and some ideas on how to be amongst the top performers and high achievers in the world. Know someone that's crushing it that we should talk to? Let us know. As always, we welcome your feedback. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share our podcast with friends, family, heck, even complete strangers. Because hey, who couldn't use a little inspiration these days? Thanks again. Now get out there and be amazing.